Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Generation Sports Report podcast. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and I am joined, as always, by the Herald Sports Editor, Ed Farrell. Ed, how are you doing this week? Okay, Tanner, how about you? I'm doing great. I'm uh, happy to be back to do another episode with you. So we're going to get right into what we got to talk about this week, but uh, first we're going to run the ads real quick. Ben Visit Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Visit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. So, Ed, uh, what do you got for us this week? What's going on in the well, world of football? Uh, good news and bad news for Farrell High's football team. The good news is last week's big win, 54 nothing at Wilmington. Yes. Uh, avenging a trio of losses last year. Uh, Farrell just completely dominated from, from the opening kickoff, both offensively and defensively last week. Um, Anthony Stallworth, Kylon Wilson, Tadon Strickland, on and on. Just a tremendous performance by... Uh, Head coach Ampagese Farrell Steelers, which improved to five and zero. Bad news though, you and you informed me of this earlier. Yeah, so I was on Twitter as I typically do. We're recording this uh, Wednesday, October thirteenth. Sorry, at uh, three p.m. So I typically do a quick run through on just the news and everything. Make sure we got everything in hand here before we record. And I saw on Twitter, I saw uh, Bob Greenberg. Credit to him on Twitter tweeting that um, Farrell has some. Uh, COVID issues now. They are on a COVID shutdown until Monday, according to his tweet. So I, I do know they didn't have a game already this week. That's so they're correct. already looking for one. So now it just looks like they're not going to have a game this Fer- week then. Farrell originally was supposed to have played University Prep, which is a Pittsburgh City League school, which was up here in week two and played and beat Sharon at Sharon. Hmm. Uh, looked like a pretty good team, but uh, as, as far back as last Friday night following the uh, Wilmington game, Farrell coach Pegues already knew that uh, University Prep was not going to be able to play this week. So, um, ironically, Greenberg was promising Pegues he was going to help them find a game this week, but obviously that didn't pan out. So, right. this will be the third open date for Farrell this season. Hmm. You know, we're in week eight now over here in Pennsylvania in PIAA, and Farrell's only played five games right now. So, yeah, I know we talked about that last week, you know, um, how you were talking to Coach Begees leading up to that Wilmington matchup, just talking a little bit about how 
You know, you expect sometimes maybe you'll get a bye week every now and then, but if you miss too many games, you know, there might be some rust or whatever, um, which, of course, they certainly didn't look rusty mm -hmm. last week against Wilmington, but now, you know, another game off. Um, so it's just really interesting season they're having. They're very successful, obviously, but um, they're missing a lot of time, But yeah. um, which I think I wonder, too, you know, I, not to speculate too much, but I did see, you know, after halftime, they had a lot of starters still in, you know, even after then, like Anthony Stallworth was still running all over the place after halftime. Yeah. So maybe that was, you know, in the case of just missing so much time. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I, I mean, Co Coach Pugis has to get his starters, their reps. Uh, right. You know, uh, you know when, like I said, they've, only, they've already missed three games now. So last week, I don't think it in any way, shape, or form, it was uh, a case of running up the score or unsportsmanship or anything of that kind. Uh, of I want to emphasize that, but they, they need to get their reps uh, yeah. and and now uh, missing a, another game it's going to be even more so because probably next week for most teams week nine is going to be their regular season finale and then you then you get into the district 10 tournament so yeah like i said last week coach was Pegues was probably just trying to get a starter some reps of course and so you know speaking on that game too when um when i'm out there shooting games i uh typically i spend most of the time on the home team's sideline um Sometimes I do make it over to the away teams as well, but I just, for some reason, I always just gravitate around the home team sideline. So they were playing at Wilmington at Greyhound Stadium, so I spent a lot of time over there, and um, I stayed until about halftime, and by that time, you know, Farrell was up, you know, 30-something to nothing at that point. And um, it was just, it was really cool to see that uh, Wilmington never really lost their spirit out there. It was just because, you know, I'm here and stuff when I'm on the sideline and everything, and just... It was cool to see how a lot of the athletes, you know, they kept their spirit. You know, they didn't give up. You know, they're down 30-something to nothing. I mean, I can't imagine how tough that has to be. But, you know, just from the coaches to the players, just trying to, you know, bring everyone up. You know, hey, don't give up. You know, we got to keep fighting and everything. Mm -hmm. Just um, that was cool to see. And that's just <clears throat> that's just a part of my job that I do enjoy, you know, being on the sidelines, really being in the action and just being able to see that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, just wanted to share that here because I thought that was a cool thing no, that I got to pick up great, on. That's a great observation. That's a credit to Coach Philly and then his staff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Um, so, yeah. So, Farrell's without a game this week. Um, so, what else have we got going on? Well, on also, Greenville is without a game. Greenville was originally supposed to have played West Middlesex. So, we've, we've already discussed at length about the merger between Middlesex and Sharpsville. But Greenville mm -hmm. had rescheduled a game with South Williamsport. You know, had, had a date. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, head coach Brian Herrick informed me earlier this week that South Williamsport canceled. So Greenville is going to be missing its first game this week. And it's a shame. Greenville was just gaining some momentum. Greenville had won three consecutive games. And, uh, you know, after last season, after a tough start to this season, you know, I'm sure coach was looking forward to get, getting his kids on the field again this week to kind of maintain that momentum. But that will right. not be the case. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it can't be fun to miss a game. No. You know, kids, they want to get out there and play every week. You yeah. know, you don't want to miss any time. And, and there's, it's such a short shelf life, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and like unlike a sport, say, like basketball, where you're playing two dozen games or more. Right. You know, you might only be playing nine or ten games during a high school football season. And we found out last year teams were only playing six or seven games yeah. because of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, no one wants to miss games. No. No, and I mean – you know, for a lot of kids, this might be the only time they play football. Yes. Maybe they have no aspirations to go out and play collegiately or, you know, anything. They're just doing it, you know, for fun, do a sport, you know, mm -hmm. stay active and to, yeah, miss a week of action. That's that's never fun. So mm -hmm. um, hopefully something can figure it out. I don't know. But, but yeah, it's a shame. So what else do we got on the on the schedule this Pro week? Probably the biggest game this week is Hickory three and one in the region, five and two overall at Grove City three and one, five and two. Uh, a rematch two years ago, Grove City defeated Hickory in the district semifinals. 
a year ago, kind of ironic, just as Wilmington had beaten Farrell three times last year, a year ago, Hickory beat uh, beat Grove City, excuse me, three times, hmm. uh, including the District 10 Championship 3A game. So great matchup at Forkard Field Friday night, two teams that are playing well of late. Uh, I believe Hickory has won four straight. I believe Grove City has won four of its last five. So going to go a long way toward determining who the Region 3 champion is this year. Right. Yeah, no, those those Hickory-Grove City matchups are always fun. Mm-hmm. Similar to how the Farrell-Wilmington matchups are always fun. I know, yeah, same thing, Hickory-Grove City, always fun to watch. Yeah, and, um, you know, H- Hickory literally won in the last second of last week's game at Slippery Rock. Uh, Logan Woods threw a yeah. pe- touchdown pass, one-yard touchdown pass to Jackson Pritz. I believe it was literally with one second left on the clock. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, that nice. was. I saw a clip of that on. Uh, I saw a video on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah, very nice, impressive. Yeah, nice road win for Hickory. Slippery Rock had been undefeated, so you yeah. know, like I said, it this week's matchup, Hickory at Grove City, promises to be a good one. Oh, cool. Yeah, other other games one. of note, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Sharon five and two at Slippery Rock four and one. Hmm. Uh, Kennedy Catholic one and five at Wilmington four and two. Reynolds three and three at Lakeview one and five. Kind of a neat game across the border, uh, and I always like to mention Brookfield because Brookfield's having a good season. Brookfield's five and two, but mm-hmm. Brookfield is hosting Garrettsville Garfield, which is apparently a very, very good program. I, I thought LeBray was the top club over there, and LeBray beat Brookfield last week, by the way. But Garfield is uh, state ranked. I believe Garfield is like eleventh in Division Five in Ohio's mm-hmm. latest computer ranking. So mm-hmm. this is a team that. Pounded on Brookfield pretty good last year, and you know apparently a pretty good team again this year, 8-0. So might be an inter- interesting game for your listeners to keep in the back of their mind. Right. Also, there's a Saturday game this week, which I think was moved. Uh, Sharpsville played at Kennedy last Saturday, so my point is uh, Sharpsville was at Mercer. I thought the game was originally scheduled to be Friday night, but now I'm told it's going to be Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Sharpsville 4-3 and three at Mercer, 3-3. Three and three. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but also Reynolds three and three at Lakeview one and five. So we have a pretty full schedule Friday night, highlighted by the Hickory at Grove City game. All right, cool. Well, hey, I'm looking forward to uh, covering another week of uh, high school football with you. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we wrap up here, is there anything else that maybe you'd like to add? We didn't touch on. Well, like Yogi Berra was famous for saying, it's getting late early, and by that I mean you know it's already week eight. As I mentioned a moment ago, you know most teams are going to play nine regular season games, and that's going to determine um, you know seedings for the District 10 tournament. So not a whole lot of time left. You know if you're if teams aren't playing well, they only have a couple weeks to kind of right themselves. If teams are playing well, obviously they want to maintain their momentum. As I mentioned regarding Greenville a couple minutes ago, so we're getting to the point in the season where it, it's getting really interesting and. It's fun because, you know, every game is important. You know, no, no one wants to lose and, and back into the tournament, obviously. And like I said, people want to, teams want to maintain momentum. So good time of the year to be watching high school football. Yes, of course. Playoff time, always exciting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Ed. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, again, you know, we're on, uh, we're on Anchor. We're on Spotify, Herald's website, Apple Podcasts. You know, check us out. Subscribe on those platforms so you're alerted of these episodes. Put them out Thursday mornings. Um, So, yeah, thank you all for listening, and thank you again, Ed. All right, thanks, Tanner.